Hey everyone, welcome back to the Honeys in Their 20s podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Destiny. We're two best friends with a vision to making your 20s sweet, sweet life honey. Welcome back everyone. I am so ready to get back into recording. It feels like it's been forever since the last time we sat down and did this. Um, I just want everyone to have a warm welcoming back to Destiny, who has returned this week. How you Hello. feeling, girl? I'm feeling so much better. Sorry, guys. Kind of my fault that me and Sarah didn't post anything last week, but I was definitely feeling sick. I think I had, I don't really know what I had. It was definitely some type of cold, but it felt like kind of a sinus cold. But thankfully, that is all gone, and I'm glad to be recording back. I definitely missed it. I always tell Sarah every time that we do miss an episode or we do take a break, I always get sad and I really miss doing it. I was thinking last, I think it was Tuesday, whenever I told you I couldn't do it, I was like, man, I'm so bummed, but I definitely needed some sleep, but I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's the same goes for me. Like anytime we miss it, it just feels odd because it's so like a part of our weekly routine now that I don't know, it feels like a part of us is missing. And last week, I tried to record a solo episode, but that didn't go over so well. I recorded like 12 minutes and then I played it back and realized I was just rambling. So I'm like, yeah, no, I need my partner in crime. This doesn't work without you. Just want yeah, to put I, that out there. I feel like I would definitely not be able to do it either without you. So I think we're two peas in a pod. And yeah, so I'm definitely glad to be back. And I don't really have anything to update for this week other than the same old, same old. What about you? Same with me. Just been uh, moving along. Got my school in check. I have so many assignments this week. It's not even funny. A little bit overwhelmed, but I'm trying to stay on track. Um, I've been using my planner like you've been recommending me to do. So that's really helped me. And that's pretty much all there is. We start our um, Bible study this week. So I'm not going to lie. I'm really pumped for that because I have been waiting for this to happen. And I feel like every week something has come up that's had to push it back. So it's going to be nice. I'm good to be reconnecting with friends and with Jesus so yeah I agree I'm definitely looking forward to that for tomorrow um so I guess we can kind of jump into our topic that we have for today and for you guys this one is called unpopular opinions and I thought this one would be really neat for me and Sarah to do just super super juicy yeah so juicy um so if you don't know what unpopular opinion is it's pretty much you ranting about your opinion that people probably don't really care that much about so that's going to be fun and also which is pretty much every opinion i hold (laughs) yeah same and it's kind of the same thing for like the status quo like so a lot of stuff that we do have on the list that me and sarah are going to go through is things that people do believe or they won't believe and then we're going to kind of give our opinions on what we have to say about all that i was just going to say an example of this would be like i'm pretty sure it's like an unspoken rule that everybody hates nickelback there's no good reason for it, but everyone just hates Nickelback. It's like that type of opinion. It's like so- stuff that goes against the standard um, quote. So, yeah, like, exactly. for example, the opinion would be, I love Nickelback. That's an unpopular opinion because no one else feels that way. So, I don't know if that's a good uh, explanation, but that's what I have from it. 
Yeah, no, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, so me and Sarah both created a little list that we're going to read down and we're going to, I guess, pretty much just give our opinions on it. And I think it'll be interesting to see what you have to say about some of these because I know some of these we're going to have different answers for. So me it'll too. be funny. I'm intrigued to see what you have to say. I feel like I know a general concept of what you're going to say, but some of these we've never discussed. So honestly, I'm kind of like ready to hear what you have to say. Yeah, and for this list also, it's kind of all over the place, so just get ready for it. (laughs) That's Um, what makes it interesting, though. Yeah. I think we did a good job compiling this. Yeah, so I guess I can read the first one, and then you'll read the second one, and we can just go like that. I think that would probably be easiest. Go ahead. Lay it on me. All right, so for this one, I already know what Sarah's answer is going to be, but I like to give my opinion about it. The first one (laughs) is Beyonce is overrated. Okay, Sarah, you want to go ahead and share your info you have about this one? I kind of want to wait to hear what you have to say first. Like, my opinion's set. There's no changing it. But I don't think I know how you stand on it. Okay, so for Beyonce, for me, yes, I do think she's overrated. I do, I will say I do like some of her stuff. Yes, I think she is a good singer. But I don't think she's like the queen bee type thing. But again, that's just my opinion. I couldn't agree more. I think some of her old classics, like, um, what's, uh, what's the one where it's like every, everything you own in the box to the left. What song yeah, is that called? Yeah. Irreplaceable. See, that's Th- like a that's beat. That's stuff. Those that- are good. Those yeah. are the classics, but I don't know. Some of her newer music, I just don't care for. And honestly, I don't care for her as a person. Um, everything I've ever seen of her, she looks like she, her and her husband are full of themselves. Granted, I don't know them personally, so have no clue. But the way she presents herself when she's um, singing, like at like when she did NFL and mm-hmm. some of these other big performances, she just carries herself like she's a hot shot. And I yeah. don't like celebrities who are all into themselves and think they're like the greatest thing on earth. And she may not actually be that way, but I don't I don't care for her at all. Yeah, she may be I just talented, seen but no, it's not yeah. it. She's not a queen to me. The girl, she can one hundred percent dance. She can sing, but oh, I will have. I'm to not agree. denying her talent. She can sing. She can dance. She can move. She's a talented woman. I just don't like her the way I perceive her to be, based on the way she carries herself per se. And I'm a big conspiracy theorist person. Like, not that I believe in them. I just read them. And there are so many things about her being tied to the Illuminati. So. That's all I got to say. All right. On to the next Mic one. Mic drop. I bet go you ahead. didn't expect me to go on for like five minutes. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Trust me. There's someone here that I'm probably going to go on for too. I was about to say, you're probably questioning, why did I put that on there? Okay. <laughs> the next one is, I don't know who believes this at all, but Chinese food is horrible. Okay. Where did you hear this one? So for this list, pretty much what I did is I looked up like the most popular unpopular opinions and i saw that and i was like okay i have to add this to the list because i'm gonna go on a tangent right now chinese food has been my favorite ever since i think i was born i absolutely love chinese food and for anyone to say that it is horrible you need to get your brain checked because it is good that's an understatement girl you anytime we used to hang out like in middle school that was the go-to meal your family always bought chinese food like Prior to you, I didn't care for. I was like, eh, this is all right. But I had to get used to it because that was your go-to meal. So eventually, my eyes were open, and I love Chinese food. As long as you go to the right ones. It's always the the hole-in-the-wall ones that have really good food. 
Yeah. Like for my birthday this year, I've already told everyone to be ready because all we're going to do is eat Chinese food and probably watch movies. So that's how much I like Sounds Chinese perfect. food. That's the best way to rate it 25. my entire day. Yeah. Okay. So obviously we know that one is a big fat lie. So At least this for us. one. Yes. For, the, for whoever's us. starting these rumors about Chinese food, you need to stop because I'm going to call the cops. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Next one. Pumpkin spice lattes aren't good. So I'm kind of mixed about this one. I do. I have realized. Okay. So Starbucks, they have two different types. They have the pumpkin spice latte and then they have the pumpkin cream cold brew. I've had the pumpkin spice latte. I don't really care for it. Maybe it's because it's a latte. I don't know. But the pumpkin cream cold brew. I think it's much stronger with pumpkin. Yeah. Pumpkin cream cold brew is the bomb all the time. All. Yeah. I'll have that every single day. But lattes, I'm not sure of. Um, I'm going to take a hard pass. I kind of agree with this unpopular opinion. Like, pumpkin is a good flavor, but I don't care for it to be anywhere near my coffee whatsoever related to my coffee. I've had the pumpkin spice latte. It's decent, but I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin-flavored things. And the cold brew is good, but I really don't think it delivered. Like, you hyped it up. No offense. And I was like, well, this is going to be good. Let me give it a shot. And it just tasted bland. Like, maybe mine wasn't spiced enough, but... It just felt flat. There was no real flavor to it. So I'm going to agree. I'm going to take my like peppermint mocha stuff over pumpkin spice any day. Christmas oh, yeah. season, baby. Peppermint mocha. I would have to say peppermint mocha is my favorite too. But That was the go-to drink when we went to New York. We, oh, yeah. Every single time we got the peppermint mocha. Yes, definitely. I love me some peppermint mocha. But yeah, I would, I'm kind of iffy about this because I do feel like it's sometimes good, but it's also sometimes not. I guess so it really, it really just depends. depends on who you get it from. Yeah. Like what location? Yeah, I would have to agree. Okay, next one. Um, the next one is pineapple on pizza. And I will be honest, I'm not even sure if I have an opinion on this. I love pineapple. Um, I didn't used to, but I have recently, within the past couple of years, um, fallen in love with it. It's a mm-hmm. great fruit. But I don't think I've ever tried it on pizza. Okay, so for me... Which is kind of amazing, considering how hyped it is. Yeah, I love, love pineapple. It's like my go-to fruit. But I just cannot see it on pizza whatsoever. Like, whenever I think of pizza, I think of pepperoni and cheese and, like, Supreme and meat lovers. I just can't imagine something fruity being on a pizza. Yeah, I I can see that. But, I mean, technically, isn't tomato a fruit even though everyone considers it's a vegetable like i'm pretty sure it's a fruit yeah i'm don't pr- call me on yeah that. i think i think but it might be too i feel like it's open to interpretation like pizzas are literally a hodgepodge of different ingredients like you can if you go to like mod pizza and go there they have like a whole counter's worth of ingredients so i feel like pineapple could go on it but i don't know maybe i should try a piece and then i can give you my opinion yeah Maybe me too. I just, I don't know. I just couldn't. I've always been too scared to do it. It's like kind of like the anchovy thing too. I don't think I could ever do anchovy uh, on pizza either. That's disgusting. How does someone eat anchovies? That is literally the nastiest thing ever. Same with mushrooms. I don't understand how you like mushrooms. Oh, I love mushrooms. They're so good. No, baby, no. Okay. So this one, I know me and Sarah are going to get a little heated about because this is our favorite show ever. The Office isn't even funny. Disagree disagree with all of my heart and you know what's annoying is my older brother he's watched the office and then he's watched parks and rec and he Mm -hmm. said that parks and rec is so much funnier 
And I've only watched like an episode of two or two of that show. And I feel like it's a copycat of The Office. Even though I'm pretty sure. Did Parks and Rec come out before The Office? I think it came out after. Oh, okay. Or during well, the last couple episodes. I'm not very sure. I feel like there's an overlap because I remember something along the lines of like Parks and Rec did it first or something. Maybe I'm just hallucinating. But the point is, if you don't think The Office is funny, then you have a terrible sense of humor. No offense to any of our listeners. But you have to have like a very open mind about yeah, The Office. when you're watching that show. Some of the stuff that they say, like if you're watching it today, you probably wouldn't find the same stuff funny because nowadays it's considered highly offensive, whatever you want to call it. But back in the day, not saying it was okay, it is prime humor. I was literally going to say that. I was going to say if people were to watch it today, The Office would not be anywhere it is. No, no, it would probably be banned. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes I feel like people are, are a little uptight about that stuff. You have to crack laughs at things because people take life too seriously. And even like cracking a joke about something that you might find offensive now, some things are in just good humor. You know what I mean? Like nobody does it like Michael Scott. His yeah. stuff may be borderline not appropriate, but it's funny. I love The Office and I will rewatch that ser- series a million times over. That oh, and yeah. Friends. I've already done The Office. Ugh, I can't even count how many times, but I've seen every single season. And the same thing with Friends. Those are definitely the repeat shows that I could watch over and over. Because they're just classics. I feel like The Office, no matter how many times I've watched it, I watch an episode and I feel like it's the first time watching it again. Like I can quote things from that episode, but it's still the funniness doesn't wear off. Yeah, I agree. I think one of my favorite episodes ever Either is the fire drill that Dwight pulls oh, yep, or the yep. one where they do beach day and Jim goes, I thought he might kill me on beach day. Yeah. I mean, there's That's so many. There's just so many. I love Cafe Disco, too. There's just so many different episodes. Oh, mm-hmm. they're just hilarious. But I will say when Michael left or when Steve Carell left, it wasn't quite the same because I'm yeah. not a huge fa- fan of Will Ferrell. Is that how mm-hmm. you say his name? Yeah. I think he's cool, but he just didn't do the role right. So it was definitely better when Michael was there. Yeah, I agree. Okay, next one is soda can Coke tastes different than soda fountain Coke. Yes. I believe in this completely. 100%. I will you go ahead and tell me why. I was going to say, I will always go for a soda fountain Coke rather than a canned Coke. I don't know why, but like say you're going through like mcdonald's or something and you get their mcdonald's always has the best coke to me for some reason Mm -hmm. you get their fountain coke it just is always so so good and then for me sometimes when i get like soda can coke it can taste flat it doesn't taste as good i don't know what it is but i would definitely have to agree it about that i i agree with you i feel like soda can coke it has like that aluminum taste because of it being in a can so it kind of comes off as like a flat taste and it just doesn't hit but i totally believe that the fountain drinks are so much better maybe it has to do with like the syrup ratio to carbonation one of my favorite aside from mcdonald's is zaxby's zaxby's coca-cola is so good because they mix it with that like crunchy ice the same way Mm chick-fil-a does and it's yes. just so yummy. I could, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, that's also the best type of ice that you can get to. The little tiny pieces of ice. 
I, you know, the I will say, I don't know how this one fits onto an unpopular opinion because I feel like a lot of people feel this way. Like, even my sister says that soda fountain Coke is better or just any drink in general. It tastes better out of a fountain than it does in a can. Yeah. So, question so, mark that one. Question okay. mark. Okay. So, for the next one, Bachelor slash Bachelorette is a stupid show. No. Honestly, no, no, no. yeah. No. I don't think it is. I love the drama and i i love that show i i would say a couple years ago i thought it was really really stupid but then i got kind of tied into the whole show and the franchise and now it's like a show that i put on my calendar i'm ready to watch it well you know actually i could see why people think it's stupid because i mean honestly it kind of is like the premise that people fall in love after like three or four weeks Mm -hmm. and is ready to jump into marriage is kind of crazy but then you got to think about it. There's the shows like Married at First Sight, 90 Day Fiance, and all these other things. And I don't know. I've watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette back in the day, like early 2000s, like 2005, 2006. Um, I was really young, but I enjoyed it. And then I would say within the past three years, I've picked back up on it. I mean, they had it in 2006, right? Yeah, they've had it. What was the for season that Ashley time. was in? I think the first season was the one where Ashley and JP got married. I have no idea. I may have my years mixed up. I'm not really good at calculating things, but I definitely think it's a good show. It's full of drama. There's always some type of whirlwind that makes the Bachelor or Bachelorette storm off, upset mm-hmm. about something. I don't know. I'm just I'm in it for the tea. And it's always interesting after the final rose following the couples because mm-hmm. most of the time a lot of them don't stay together and there's lots of juicy drama. Oh, definitely not to do with that. Nick too. and Vanessa broke up like a couple weeks after they got engaged. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I don't know how he chose her to begin with. I thought that she was in it for the money based yeah. on the last few episodes. She was very flashy with it. And then like I know Colton and Cassie didn't get engaged, but personally, I don't think she ever had feelings for him. I think she wanted to be the bachelorette. She was in for the fame. Um, And I don't know. After everything's gone down, turns out he may be a stalker. Yeah. And then Becca and Garrett aren't together anymore. It's just all that coming, though. Yeah. I think we all did. They have. don't think that you can be with someone who has completely different viewpoints on life, especially political. Yeah. Because I feel like your political views kind of align with what you believe in general about life so and they just didn't they didn't see eye to eye they didn't clash yeah and and isn't rachel that. her best friend and rachel hated garrett yep yep okay but anyway sorry i'm going on a rant i just love the show so gotta love the drama okay i guess i'll say the next one mm-hmm. this one we've already talked about starbucks is overrated definitely not starbucks. don't see how someone could come up with this idea yeah, Starbucks is super, super good. It's always been super good. A lot of people... Overpriced, maybe, but not overrated. Yeah, a lot of people will say that their coffee tastes burnt. And I can kind of see that and maybe in some drinks. But most of the time, Starbucks is super good. It is definitely my go-to coffee place. See, I don't really think that coffee can ever taste burnt. I don't understand that. I, I, I think coffee can taste more bitter like um the harsher the brew just means you know like the coffee ratio to water was a little bit um harder but i personally think starbucks is amazing and it's funny because you and i went like on a two-year duncan feast 
where we like swore off Starbucks because we were broke. I mean, we still are, but (laughs) that's besides the point. So we were doing Dunkin' all the time. And then I realized that Dunkin' just tastes like straight, straight sugar, no matter who you have make it, no matter how they make it. Starbucks is life. I've never been disappointed with Starbucks drinks. Even when they mess up my order, it still tastes good. I'm like, okay, sure. That's fine. In fact, that's sometimes how I find the best drinks. Yeah, it is crazy to think that we did like Dunkin' Donuts for that long. I just think about that and I'm like, ugh, why? Ugh, but no, I could never go back. It's but so I feel like the feeling ahead. that Starbucks is overrated has to come from a guy. Because guys only say that because a bunch of white chicks like Starbucks. Yeah, and they probably you also the say saying? that because Basic they're girlfriends. Girl. Yeah, because they're girlfriends and wives and whatever their significant other has to get them a starbucks all the time i know daniel probably would agree with starbucks already even though he likes it because i'm always like hey dan let's go get some starbucks <laughs> he's like oh not again okay so then i mean because it is kind of pricey so i really don't blame him but you know what you pay for the luxury you do so the next one is blue cheese is disgusting and honestly i would kind of have to agree with this i don't really like blue cheese and i've never really liked blue cheese i guess it depends on the type of blue cheese it is because there are some blue cheese that's pretty good no no no, girl what you doing doesn't matter how you present blue cheese it is disgusting to me well remember when we went to that one restaurant and it was actually really good and we got blue cheese chips okay that's true you got me there i guess there are some occasions where they make it taste good but to me Blue cheese just tastes like like a moldy, outdated cheese. It's like sour almost. And I get that's kind of what blue cheese is. It's like molded cheese, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Kyle loves blue cheese, but I, I can't stand it. It tastes awful to me. It's like cilantro. Cilantro tastes like soap to me because I have the soap, soap gene. Like, I can't stand it. Like, blue cheese is the same, the same thing for me. Yeah, I would rather, I would much rather have goat cheese than blue cheese. Goat cheese is Agreed. super good. Real quick, though, what do you have the soap gene for cilantro or do you like it? I don't like cilantro, but it doesn't taste like soap to me. Oh, see, I've I've heard a lot of people hype up cilantro like it's the best flavoring, but I, I think it tastes like soap. Rachel's the same way. Like, we both cannot stand it. Yeah, I don't really eat cilantro that much, but I don't know. I don't think it tastes like soap to me. That's why when I make guacamole, homemade guac... I don't put like any cilantro in it because I can't stand it. But yeah. anyway, the next one is, ooh, this, this feels like an funny. indirect. This one's funny. This one feels like an indirect. I wonder who we're referring to. Posting Mostly. every <laughs> little thing about your life is actually super <laughs> annoying. Can I ask you who this is about, Des? It was on the list. It's not about anyone in particular. It was on the list. Okay, don't come after me. I'm not coming after me, after you, but I will say I don't feel like um, this is inaccurate. Like, this is pretty spot on. I personally find it really annoying when people post every waking second of their day. Or they post about stuff that, like, no one actually cares about. It's just random stuff. I mean, yes, I could direct me. this towards me when I was 14 mm-hmm. because I used to post everything. Like, going to Destiny's house and then church after and then we may go to McDonald's. Yeah. I would do the same thing. But for me, if you're posting something that's like super interesting, then obviously I'm going to be really into it. But if you're just posting, here's a selfie, here's me driving, here's me getting this, here's my food, I'm like, oh, 
This is boring. Yeah. I don't want to see all yeah. this. I I don't think we have anyone in our friendship circle, thankfully, that that it, that it's that bad where they're like posting every single thing. But I think we all obviously have our faults when it comes to wanting to post certain things. But yeah, now as a 25 year old, I can't remember the last time I actually typed in a post and posted it the only thing i ever like update nowadays is i'll post pictures of us going out with friends and mm-hmm. i'll post up to my story but like my instagram the last thing i posted was about the one direction reunion <laughs> um you know what that says about me as a person yeah and then I usually before that it was memes. like october of last year i usually post memes and that's pretty much it <laughs> nothing yeah. else i re i reblog things or retweet whatever it's called yeah Okay, next one. Kardashian slash Jenner obsession. Do you agree with the obsession or do you think it's kind of a little too much? I'm kind of middle of the road because personally, I think the family, I mean, they're pretty lucky that they got famous because prior to the whole sex tape thing, they were pretty irrelevant. No one had heard of them. But I will say I have watched some of the Keeping Up with the Kardashian episodes, especially the like newer ones. And I find them kind of interesting. Like, I hate to say that, but like, I don't know, because it's drama and it makes me feel like I get to see what their life is like. I kind of like the show and I'm kind of sad that it's ending, even though I haven't watched it in like in like six or seven months. But I yeah. I guess it kind of depends on the person. Some people really like reality TV. So mm-hmm. I can understand why people like them. But what do you think? Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I'm iffy because, yes, I have been down that rabbit hole where I used to watch their show all the time and I was obsessed with it because I'm the type of person I do like reality TV shows and I do like the drama shows and all that. But I don't know. I think sometimes it can be a little over the top, but I think sometimes it's kind of interesting and yeah it is gonna be different without their show because like if i'm bored or anything i like to put it on just so that way i can see like what the mm-hmm. heck's going on in their lives because their lives are so I'm interesting surprise they're actually like bringing it to an end i mean i can imagine that that's a good amount of money that they're going to be missing out on because i'm sure that that show makes bank but it's like to me it depends on the person because like i like chloe kardashian she seems pretty chill i mm-hmm. like um oh my gosh not Kim. I don't like Kim. I think she's kind of an airhead. Who's the other one? The Courtney. older sister. Courtney. Oh, my gosh. I was drawing a blank. I like Courtney because she seems the most down to earth out of all of them. She doesn't want anything to do with the show. She'd rather take care of her family. So I like her. Um, I like Kendall a little bit. Like, she seems all right. But I don't care for Kylie. Kylie's cool. But ever since she posted that, like, what's it called that news article on that one magazine where she was like a self-made billionaire i just don't agree with that whatsoever i think she got her plate kind of handed to her on a silver platter and so i don't know i'm not not hating her success like she's made a great empire for herself but i definitely don't think that whole self-made thing that you know they gave her and, and she liked was even remotely true yeah do you remember uh, that it was like a big fiasco for like yeah. a straight week people were upset about it yeah a lot of people were upset about it and i could see why i mean you're a kardashian or you're jenner obviously you're going to be famous for something and then obviously you're going to have lots of money because of it i don't understand the hate though that surrounds the family like if you don't like them don't watch them but there are plenty of people that are famous that probably don't deserve to be famous but people like them so to each their own if they like them they like them i agree 
There, it's no different than any other reality TV show. Okay. Um, next one is seltzer waters are all the hype. Are no, all I read that wrong. The next one is seltzer waters are all hype. Are you talking about like the alcohols too or just the water? Just like the seltzer waters, like your bubblies and your um, polars, all those. No, I don't think they're hype. I don't like seltzer water whatsoever. Like my sister and my mom do and they drink them like religiously. Mm-hmm. I don't care for the taste because there's no syrup to it. Like it just tastes like uh, sparkling water. But I don't think they're all hype. I think it depends on the person and whether you like that type of drink. Yeah, I remember I didn't used to like them either. And then me and Daniel kind of stopped drinking sodas. And we were like, well, instead of sodas, let's do seltzer water because they have the carbonation. So you can kind of trick your mind into making it think that it could be soda. And I thought they were pretty good. But now I don't really drink them anymore. So I don't care for them because I feel like they don't have any flavor to them. They just taste uh, carbonated. However, with that said, like, I, I've tried multiple flavors and I, they just don't do it for me. But if you've ever heard of Zevia, they're kind of like a seltzer water, but they have like flavors for, they replicate different sodas. Like they have a Coca-Cola one, a Dr. Pepper. I don't know if they're technically seltzers, but they're like a carbonated drink without all the syrup and junk. And they taste just like the real drinks. And I love those. Yeah, those but are But I don't really know good. if they're considered seltzers. White Claws, though, those are overrated. They're all hype. Oh, yeah. I've never really liked White Claw. It's funny. I just want to... This is not like a brag or anything, but when I worked at the chiropractor's office, one of our patients was one of the people that helped start the whole White Claw. Mm-hmm. So before they even released them to the public, he brought all of us like a whole 12-pack or whatever and got us these little cups that like the have the claw on the um on the front of them and so i got to try them before before like a majority of the population and i didn't care for them then and i don't care for them now i told them they were good though because i was going to be rude but yeah you don't want to be rude in front of their face just behind their back i'm pretty sure i drank one can and the rest sat in my fridge for a year Ugh. yeah i don't get them i like seltzer water but i've never liked those So our next one is musicals are boring. I think it depends on the type of musical because there are some that I would probably enjoy, especially if it's like Broadway musicals. Heck yeah, I would enjoy those because I love like the theatrics and stuff, but I'm sure there's some that could be boring. Yeah, I think the theatrics are nice, but I don't really care for musicals. I can kind of, I kind of agree with the whole musicals are boring but actually no i don't think they're boring they're just not for me yeah i would have to agree they've got a lot going on like they're interesting i just not they don't pique my interests quite the same as like i don't know a regular movie or a regular broadway show yeah but if i was in new york i would definitely be like yeah let's go see a musical definitely that's part of the experience that's a given yeah Okay, go on okay. with the next one. Next one is dogs are way better than cats. Yes. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure how I feel on this because I considered myself to be a dog person growing up like my entire life. And then I got a cat and I kind of like cats, kind of don't. They're kind of assholes, but I love mine. So I'm kind of like in the middle. I love dogs and I love cats. Yeah. Um, for me, I used to be a big cat person. I loved cats. 
didn't really like dogs and now i've definitely switched i love dogs that's because i have two you never had a dog prior to daniel right yeah so now i have two babies and i absolutely love them and then my cat luna she's kind of a butthole so i was about to say you don't like her don't even pretend yeah so she's a little butthole (laughs) so yeah i'd have to say i think dogs are better than cats but again that's just my opinion i feel like if i was to choose i think i would definitely go with a dog just because i like their their temperament better they're mm-hmm. always nice they're always upbeat and cheerful and cats are like you literally don't know how they're going to react when you go to touch them they yeah. can either be really nice and and want to cuddle or they can be complete dicks so yeah I and feel dogs like, i'm gonna change my answer dogs are better i'm okay. gonna say that good good and i feel like dogs this is gonna sound weird but they're more human like than cats are like they have more emotions and they're compassionate and they under like they're able to read their owners better like they know when you're sad and stuff like that and cats can be that way too but i i wanted to change my answer because i've only had an experience with one cat my cat and i'm not gonna use his the love i have for him to represent the entire cat population Mm -hmm. because he's probably just an angel and i got lucky yeah some of us are blessed and then some of us end up with a cat like luna (laughs) it's ironic though because when they were younger they were the opposites if anybody doesn't know this destiny and i's cats are siblings we got them together and my cat as a kitten was a complete jerk he never stopped being you know rousy and running around the house and tearing things up and luna was a sweetheart and Mm -hmm. then as i got older they completely switched yeah she's a brat now she's sweet sometimes but she's mostly a brat so I think it's just because she's not used to um, being around so many dogs. Yeah, probably. She's probably stressed or something. Yeah, some cats don't react well to doggies. Yeah. So now we have Ellen DeGeneres isn't even funny. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Um... I'm not sure how I feel about it. I used to watch Ellen DeGeneres literally every day when I came home from school because she would come on at four. And so I'd get home and watch her. And my mom would record her in case I missed her. But I don't know. Um, I think she seems to be nice. But a lot of things have come up in the press about her lately, about her being really mean to her employees and her being involved in really bad behaviors. So I don't necessarily care for her anymore. Yeah, I used to love Ellen DeGeneres a lot, and I think I still do like her, but I haven't really, I don't know, I don't really watch her that much anymore. It's one of those things you can't really, like, quite say an opinion because you don't know them personally, but if you're going based on what you hear, I would say in general, she's neither here nor there for me. Like, she's all right. Yeah. I I kind of agree. Next one, um, showering at night is better than showering in the morning. Yes, 100% for me. I agree because I like to do it at night um, because I light a candle. I turn off all the lights in my bathroom and I crack my closet. And so I just have like this nice ambiance and then I typically play like spa music. So it's really like a great way to wind down after a long day. So definitely nighttime showering. Yeah, I feel like it's so much more relaxing too because I usually like to shower before I go to bed and then the next day I have work I don't like showering before work like the day of because oh so you don't shower in the morning too no I don't shower in the morning too I shower okay well I I guess I'm a water waster because I shower at night and in 
the day. I don't always shower every night, though. It just depends on how I feel and what time I'm heading to bed. Um, but I do shower every morning. But I like the night showers better. Yeah, I love my night showers just because they're so relaxing. I'll, well, the next day I usually just like wipe my face and stuff, but yeah, yeah shower. At I just night don't like that I always get my hair wet and then I lay in my bed. That's probably not the smartest thing to do, but you blow dry it, girl. You got to get you a blow dryer. Uh, girl, I got curly hair. I'll be coming out like Goldilocks <laughs> if out. I blow dried my hair. You'd have you an afro. <laughs> it's already that way. So imagine if I took a blow dryer to it. Um, next one. Pickle juice is delicious. See, I like pickles, but I don't think I like the juice. I would never drink pickle juice. I kind of disagree with this, too. I love pickles very much. And I like the taste of pickle juice. Like, I could take probably a shot of it, but you would never catch me drinking the can or the jar. No, I I just couldn't imagine that. My mom, she will. Yeah, she could literally put a straw in the jar and she would drink all the pickle juice. No. She loves that, that's, pickle juice. To me, that's like the equivalent of drinking a bottle of nail polish remover. Like, that's how bitter, like, really, really strong flavored pickle juice is. I don't could, think I could do that. Could you imagine drinking a bottle of nail polish remover? Oh, my God. That would be disgusting. No. That's worse than, like, vodka or tequila Ugh, straight. I couldn't even imagine that would be so nasty. Ugh. I think you'd honestly die. I think you would. Yeah. So, now we have staying friends with your ex is fine and healthy. Um, so for me i'm not friends with any of my exes so i would probably say that it's not fine and healthy just because i couldn't even imagine being friends with an ex i have to say i'm a middle ground on this obviously um i've had my fair share of wanting to stay friends with exes and i'm not going to sit here like i'm innocent my previous relationship i tried so hard to have a friendship afterwards and that was entirely because i was not over him despite him being over me so i was clinging on to any way i could have him still in my life so to me i was like a friendship is better than nothing but it really depends on the situation for me it was not a healthy choice because it helps pretty much prevented me from getting closure and being able to move on um but i feel like it depends on how you guys were prior to your relationship if you had a friendship with someone you guys had been friends for years you dated and it didn't work out then i don't see anything wrong with being friends with them because you had a friendship prior but if you met each other started dating and had a really bad breakup then i don't think it's healthy I think it's a case-by-case scenario. There can be ways in which you can be friends with exes. And then there's ways in which I think you need to take your distance and pack your bags and go. Well, I know. Well, I don't know. But I've seen a lot of people, like, people that were married had kids. And they decided it wasn't best to stay together. So they went their separate ways. And they found different people. But they're still friends because they have kids. So obviously it can work. But I think for me personally, I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, it depends on the individuals and and it also depends on how you set boundaries because if there's any type of emotional connection like romantically between the two people, then I don't think you have any business being friends because someone is always going to want more out of it. They're going to get jealous when you start dating someone else. But if it's completely platonic after the breakup, then I say go for it. I mean, nobody can tell you what to do with your life. So if you think it works for you, then give it a shot. But just proceed with caution, you know? Yeah, I'll just Sorry depends to get on the situation. Philosophy. Sorry, I just went on a tangent about that, but 
No, you good. I feel like I related to that because I've definitely <laughs> had my fair share of being friends with exes. And for me, it was a no-go. See, with me, most of my exes were pretty crappy. So I was like, uh, I wouldn't even <laughs> want to like, be your friend I, anyway. So peace. I want to block out that part of my life. I want to pretend we never dated, please. Yeah, that's pretty much me. Next one is concerts are not fun. Um, I don't know who came up with this one, but that is the farthest thing from the truth. Yeah, they must have never been to a concert before. Or they must have went to an extremely lame concert and then made up this opinion. Because me and Sarah both know that concerts are the bomb. We used to be total concert junkies back in like right after I would say our senior year and like the year after I felt like we went to a lot of concerts like back to back. We've gone to concerts for people we didn't even know as artists like we want to um, Colton Hunter Hayes. Hayes. Hunter Hayes. Hunter Hayes. You don't even remember his name. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) There's a there's an actor named Colton Hayes. So that's how I got it mixed up. Uh, But we knew like one song at the time. and We still had a blast. Yeah. So. I think concerts are honestly one of the best things in the world. Music is great, but 2020, we haven't been able to go to any of them. Every single we yeah. want, we had planned has been canceled because of COVID. So. so now we have next year. Hopefully, fingers crossed, because I'm supposed to if be seeing think, my baby. Yeah. If you think they're not fun, though, you need to reevaluate yourself because concerts are like just so much fun. You literally get to let loose and just enjoy the music. Yeah, they're super fun. I love them. Okay, so watching a movie at home is better than watching a movie at the theaters. So for me, whenever I'm watching a movie at home, I get extremely distracted because I'm like, ooh, I need to go do this. Ooh, let me check my phone. Ooh, let's do this. But when I'm actually sitting in a movie theater, I am 100% focused on the movie that's going on in front of me. So I would have to say I think watching at a movie theater is better But I think it also depends, like, if I've seen the movie multiple times, then obviously I would think that it's better watching it at home. But, like, brand new movies that are coming out, I want to see them in theaters. Yeah. So you're saying you disagree with the unpopular opinion that at home is better. I kind of, I'm the same way. I feel like when you're having, like, a group of friends over and you're watching a movie and, like, you pop popcorn and you have candy, then, yeah, it's pretty hype. But other than that, I prefer going to the movie theater because, well, for one, most of the theaters now have reclining seats mm-hmm. that Super comfortable. Up, so that's, like, amazing. Except if you're like me, who always gets stuck with the one chair that's broken <laughs> and I have to sit at a 90-degree <laughs> angle watching the movie. And then, and then it's not comfortable. <laughs> then it wasn't fun but um in general i think that going to the movie theaters it like feels more like an actual activity so the whole experience is more fun than chilling at home yeah i think so too the next one um it's going to be interesting because me and you totally think differently about this so go ahead oh really you think differently yeah okay this unpopular opinion is that the best way to sleep is naked and i feel like this is a popular opinion because in general i've always heard that most people like to sleep naked but i don't i don't want to sleep naked it kind of depends on how you see naked as i sleep with just my underwear i don't wear a bra or a top Mm -hmm. so that's technically not naked i don't know maybe i'm understanding this differently yeah I would never ever sleep naked. I don't know. I just feel extremely weird. Well, I also sleep with my like my dogs like to sleep in the bed too, so that would just be awkward also. <laughs> but yeah, for me, yeah. no, I am all about wearing just undies and a big t-shirt and that's how I sleep all the time. 
Okay, well, I, I don't want to necessarily change my answer, but I think I comprehended naked a little bit differently because technically naked means you're not wearing anything. So I don't feel like most people sleep naked because that, in my opinion, is kind of gross because especially if you're a female, like mm -hmm. not to get gruesome, but like you're always secreting liquids of some sort. So I feel like you would have to wash your sheets like on the daily because you'd be laying in your own stuff and that'd just be gross. And I just don't feel like it's like hygienic or comfortable. Like I said, I sleep in my undies with no top on and that's how I'm most comfortable. So I don't think that this is a popular opinion after all. Yeah. Can I like go back, rewind and well, restart that? I bet you, I bet you we would be surprised because I'm sure a lot of people do this. I feel like men probably do. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Because it. they don't want to have to be changing out of boxers and stuff like that. But I don't know. I guess All it depends right. on what you consider to be naked. Yeah. And then the last one that we have for you guys today, which this one is 100% not true. Christmas is not the best holiday. I think that Christmas for me it has always been the best holiday that is one time of year that I really really look forward to whenever it hits October I'm like okay I like Halloween yes November Thanksgiving yes love Thanksgiving Black Friday yes I love to shop but when it's Christmas I wish that you guys could see my house because I decorate it so so crazy it's like you're walking into a winter wonderland I love Christmas it is 100% my favorite holiday yeah, I agree. I think that Christmas is definitely the best part of the entire year, but I think it depends on the individual. I hate to keep saying saying everything depends on something, but I remember growing up, there were several kids in my class that didn't celebrate Christmas, some of which because it's a lot of times it's considered, you know, a religious holiday. Mm -hmm. If you're a Christian, you believe it was when Jesus, you know, was born. But if you're someone who's not Christian, you may celebrate it just because of the festivities around it. Like it's just a holiday that just doesn't yeah. mean anything. Um, but then I also remember there being people in my class that didn't celebrate Christmas because their family couldn't afford it. So I can see where people say it's not the best holiday because it is kind of like one of those holidays that is one, the most expensive holiday by far. And one that has religious ties. So if you're not someone that's religious, you may not care for the holiday. Yeah. But for you personally, do you think it's your favorite holiday? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I keep going off on these tangents and giving you all these facts about things. That's just me. I apologize. I love <laughs> Christmas. It's my favorite part of the entire year. I love personally i start christmas like the first day of november i'm like oh, yeah. playing christmas music i decorate my apartment i'm always telling friends we need to do something go caroling remember like in what was it senior year i tried to get a caroling group together mm -hmm. yeah i remember that yeah that didn't work out we went to like three houses yep and then we chickened and out we were terrible we decided to leave Yes. <laughs> but I love it. I live and breathe Christmas. And I'm glad you're the same way because you and I always get like riled up about it. I think the best part is definitely like the Christmas lights. Like when all the houses in the neighborhoods are lit up. That is just so exciting. It just feels so special. I don't even know how to say it. Like it's so fun to drive around, look at all the lights, drink some peppermint mocha, um, frappuccinos or hot peppermint mochas from Starbucks, make gingerbread houses. 
I love shopping for Christmas gifts and I always feel like I overspend because I just love gifting things even more than receiving. So I enjoy it. Yeah, I do the same thing. Anytime. Daniel is the type of person that's like, okay, each person just needs one gift. And then I'm the type of person that I'm like, nope, they need this and they need this and they need that. Yes. Or I start with a list and then as soon as I get to the store and I see something else, I'm like, this isn't good enough. I need to get this too. Yep, but it is coming up. Christmas will be here before we know it. So It's only 99 days. I know. Just so you know. That's crazy. I saw that because our friend posted it, but I'm so ready for it. I wish it was already here. Although I feel like this Christmas is definitely going to be different. I also really love the whole... um, watching christmas movies on like hallmark and like what was it abc family they had the 25 days of christmas now it's called like freeform or something yeah but i loved i would watch a movie every single night during that countdown yeah me too polar express the elf um, snow globe oh there's just so um, many there's so many i can't even think of them all and they always the cranks yeah and then they always have those those love story christmas stories and you know what's gonna happen but you still gotta watch it yeah i know it's always like and i feel like the best part about christmas is it literally is like 25 days of straight fun it's not just one day like all the days leading up to it are still full of the whole spirit of the holidays it's just such a good holiday yeah it is it's definitely our favorite but that's all we got for you guys today that's the entire list i think this was a pretty interesting and kind of different podcast and i'm glad we got to do it yeah, I feel like a lot of these were things that I can kind of understand. Like, I mm-hmm. get how they're unpopular, but I don't necessarily agree with all of them, which is interesting. I think you and I may have disagreed on a few, too. But overall, I think it was a fun topic. And I'm sorry for going off on, like, little tangents about them. I just, I'm such an opinionated person, honestly. <laughs> you are. And I think everybody knows that already, so I think you, you're good to go. You've got to. If you've made it this far into the podcast, you have to know that. And if you hate me and only like Destiny, I'm sorry. Please just keep that to I yourself. I doubt. I doubt that would even be <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, because you probably, like, you coming up with this idea today for this, you know, for this podcast, I was like, I'm thinking they're going to be short, easy answers. And now you're hearing me talk and you're like, can you shut up already? Well, I think people should know me and Sarah did make this podcast because we are both extremely talkative and when we're both together you can't shut us up so exactly you guys are welcome (laughs) yeah I mean I'm sure like we say there's always got to be someone out there that listens to us there's always a couple listens the moment we post so clearly someone's eager to to hear us talk yeah and this particular topic you brought up to me weeks ago and you said we should definitely do this one so I'm glad we actually sat down and like you know completed it and did it because it was really fun thank you for yeah, coming up with this it idea was fun. no problem props to death and thank you for being back this week because like i said earlier i cannot do it without you and i severely missed doing it last week like yeah it was i so missed it sad. too i'm definitely glad to be back and next week we'll have an even better episode hopefully definitely thank you everyone for listening to us um Tune in next week for another great episode and make sure you're following all our socials. Yes. Bye-bye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye, guys. Bye.